the heart of central Oklahoma, it's the Best of the Outdoors podcast, brought to you by Texas Fishing Game Magazine, the voice of the Texas Outdoor Nation. I'm your humble host, Dustin Vaughn Warnke, the Outdoor Success Guy, back with another podcast this week, and I'm so excited to be joining you guys again because I am hunting right now, not not right at this second, but I'm hunting with my son, my dad, and myself um, in central Oklahoma, my dad's ranch, way out in the country in central Oklahoma, and um, haven't seen much this week as yet, but uh, it's it's been a it's been a good week to spend time with three generations of Warnkeys and um, just get out there and get things done and just enjoy the outdoors. And um, it is Thanksgiving Day that I'm recording this. I have to release these to the publisher of the week before they actually air so uh, I'll be back in Texas by the time this one goes live but I just wanted to get this one out to you because I've got a great message to share with you this week and uh, just so much fun in the outdoors that we're having and I just hope you're having a great hunting season if you hunt a great fishing season if you're fishing fall fishing and winter fishing um, this is just a great time to be outdoors guys it's just a fantastic phenomenal time to enjoy all of God's creation and um, just uh, commune with nature, commune with God, whatever you do in the outdoors. This is just an awesome time to do it. So thank you guys so much again for watching, reading, and listening. First of all, before we get to the today's podcast, I've got some really, really exciting things that I'm going to talk about um, with a couple of different guests. We kind of have various guests, kind of like uh, CDs used to be back in the day, various artists. <laughs> we have various guests on the show. There's too many to list, but I'm going to go through them all here in this podcast. Um... And basically, we're going to visit the, the where I was last week, which was the Confluence Riders event. The Confluence Riders event takes place in southeast Louisiana this year. And uh, it is uh, just uh, uh, a bunch of Texas magazines and, and Louisiana magazines. Louisiana Sportsman gets together there. Um, Texas Outdoor, or not Texas, uh, let's see, uh, Texas um, Saltwater Fishing Magazine. And um, also... Uh, Lone Star Outdoor News. All of us were there. All the different outdoor titles from the region of Texas and Louisiana were there. Um, learning about all kinds of different products and fishing with uh, products. We had a great week of, uh, of fishing. The weather was kind of awful. We went out two days. Um, didn't didn't really even get to get any lines wet the first day, but the second day we got uh, we got into the reds pretty good. We got they were stacking up on a. Uh, on the marsh and we were uh we were nailing the reds pretty well and i limited out i had one throwback and uh, i was i did the best on my boat the funny thing is i was fishing with bubble blade and last year i was fishing with pete uh from bubble blade and from bti and uh, american outdoor brands and he uh he smoked me when it came to fishing right next to him he was catching all the fish i was catching none of the fish this time it was a josh neville and um and 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 p kersher was on another boat and uh, josh neville and i were fishing and i beat him on fishing so <laughs> it was pretty funny but bubba blade is coming out with an electric knife which is really cool and um i'm going to talk about that on this show we're going to have pete and um and dave and a couple of other guys on the podcast today to um just talk about different brands in, in the outdoors and just how this helps you be a better outdoorsman that's always my goal in these podcasts that i do is how this helps you be a better outdoorsman how these products can help you do what you do better in the outdoors and that's always my goal for this show to help you be the best outdoorsman or outdoors woman that you can be and um and and just do do well in the outdoors and uh, and be successful and that's that's why they call me the outdoor success guy because i'm all about helping people be successful in the outdoors so that's kind of my thing um before we do that i want to talk about our sponsor of this show that is Aki Sharp Knife Sharpeners, and they also have a whole line of other things that they do. Um, Aki Sharp is a great company, and 
you know, if you've ever had the problem of you don't want to carry heavy stones with you when you're hunting, you don't want to, uh, you know, you're worried about getting the exact angle on your blade in the field while you do something, you know, in the field where you're sharpening your knife, that's something you just don't have time for. AccuSharp is a solution for that. And my personal testimonial is my dad at his ranch here in Oklahoma bought me my first AccuSharp knife sharpener. It was a blue and white one. They still make the same AccuSharp sharpener today. And uh, I have used that knife sharpener for well over 10 years, and I've just had a fantastic opportunity to uh, showcase it to other people, show how easy, it's to use, easy, easy it is to use, sorry, I'm getting a little tongue-tied here, easy it is to use in the field, and uh, just a fantastic opportunity. So, uh, this sucker has been featured on Life Below Zero, Swamp People, even Ted Nugent wrote about it in his book. I run my AccuSharp blade sharpener over my small outdoor edge fillet knife, and I, all I can say is stand back. That's what Ted Nugent says. You do not need to have an expensive knives to cut like a pro. Dull knives are dangerous and frustrating, but they can that can easily be fixed in seconds with the AccuSharp knife sharpener. You get your money's worth. Longevity of your sharpener can last three to five years. Mine's lasted a lot longer than that. The tungsten blades are reversible and replaceable. AccuSharp helps you avoid failure. AccuSharp eliminates the guesswork on using stones. That ends in success. I sharpen my blades in seconds on my boat or in the field with AccuSharp. And this is a super easy to find sharpener. You can find it at all Academy stores just about. Or buy it online at academy.com or accusharp.com. Check out AccuSharp Sharpeners. Awesome, awesome product. Especially when you are using your knives to, to gut or uh, field dress, I guess is the right way to say it. Um, or um, or uh, you know skin your deer. You want to have a good sharp knife for doing that chore. Uh, you want to absolutely have a, a absolutely sharp knife when you're, when you're filleting your fish. Uh, I filleted a wide variety of fish at... Um, at uh this confluence riders event that i did and uh, having a good knife sharpener is just all there is to it man i mean just just having a great um great combination of a good knife and a good sharpener uh in the field and on the water is just where to be so check these guys out at accusharp.com or find them in your local academy sports and outdoor sporting goods store all right back with some more podcasts with you and i'm kind of doing this as a mashup if you will um first guys we're gonna have up is pete kershker and uh dave white with uh david white i should say with uh arctic ice and bubble blade or respectively with bubble blade and arctic ice and uh basically we're talking about some awesome things in the outdoors um how to use uh, ice packs to keep your stuff cool and dry and how to use uh knives uh, like for bubble blade to uh to basically keep your 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 uh keep your edge in the field if you will like i was just saying about AccuSharp, to keep your um keep your game you know strong when you're filleting those fish uh, i also work great on wild game i use my uh bubble blade when i use uh when i uh cut um you know the christmas ham when i'm cutting the uh um the 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 wild pork shoulder or whatever the case may be i use it in the kitchen quite a bit it's not just only in the field it's rust resistant it's a great knife so here's our first interview with dave white and pete kersker thanks so much for listening i've got yeah pete kersker from uh, american outdoor brands representing bubble blade here today and uh david white with arctic ice representing arctic ice there you go and I wanted to have you two on first because I'm a big fan of both of y'all's products. I use them every time I'm out in the field. Um, they kind of go hand in hand too, which is the other thing I thought was interesting. Because if you think about, you know, you need a knife to cut fish, you got to cool your fish down. You got to exactly. keep your fish cold. You got to keep, you know, 
And the nice thing, just to Artigas' point for a minute, um, is that the thing that I've noticed about that product is that it keeps things dry and there's no mess. Exactly. Yep. That's that was kind of the, the whole uh, point. I mean, uh, being able to control and use have different temperatures in your cooler is kind of interesting. Yes. And if you want to keep something frozen, that's great. We can do that. Uh, but being able to to keep meat dry or fish dry and not have a big sloshy mess of uh, bacterial laden uh, you know ice soup or cooler soup uh, that your fish or your meat's hanging out in uh, Arctic ice can do that and keep a, a relatively dry way to you know keep everything cold without making a sloppy mess that's good that's really good and you've got the tundra series which is keeping things frozen you have Absolutely. the um tundra the um the Arctic, uh, alaskan series for keeping things cool and then right. the chilling brew especially for beer and other eh, especially drinks. for beer but you know everybody likes the chilling brew uh, it, it, it's colder it, this is america right. we're gonna let's gonna we're gonna do it colder our audience knows a lot about you know the art guys you listen to the past podcast because you know i've been a big fan of of that for for years and uh, i guess it's been over a year now yeah, so i yeah. guess you can call it years but um, you know, we did a special program at fishgame.com, and I'll put the link to that in the description of the show, uh, show notes, and that's great. Um, so, Pete, yes, sir. Bubba Blade, a lot of new things happening. Yeah, a lot of new things happening with Bubba Blade. Um, coming this next year, 2019, February 19, uh, I'm excited for everybody to, to see our new look. So, I uh, can't, you know, my marketing guys will, will get mad at me if I divulge too much information here, but... We, we've got a new fresh look coming, and, and not only do we have a new look, but we've got a whole uh, expanded line that's coming out uh, with new product that we are super, super excited to share with us. That's everybody. cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, most, first and foremost, I'm um, sticking with the blades. Um, we've got an electric fillet knife coming out. Uh, first, we're going to come out with a 110 volt uh, plug-in. Uh, and that's going to come with four blades. Um, you're going to know it's a bubble blade because it's going to come with that same uh, red non-slip grip that uh, everyone seems to know bubble blade by. So right. uh, we're keeping that same look. Um, and that's kind of when we when we took bubble blade over from the previous owner, or should I say when we, it was purchased, um, he, he did a really good job getting that out there. And, you know, there's plenty of companies trying to mimic what we're doing out there but we own that red um, and as far as the grip goes there is nobody else out there um, they can replicate it but it doesn't look the same and it doesn't feel the same as ours well one of the things i wanted to make the point about because i'm a big fan of the bubble blade but you know what what the previous owner did was kind of create a cult following would, would that be accurate to say it's that it's very accurate I, yeah. I don't want to say cult in like a bad way i just mean cult as in you know a, it was like a diehards use nothing but bubble blades and i became one of those yeah. you know I, I stopped using my electric knife even because the bubble blade did such a good job for me yeah it was. It was a cult, but it was a saltwater cult following. Yeah, saltwater. That's what I mean. That's yeah. What I mean, yeah. And so what we're trying to do also is expand. We've came out with two new items this past year, a six-inch whiffy and uh, an eight-inch whiffy. Essentially, it's just a super flex knife. So it's going to have a super uh, aggressive thin taper on it, and it's going to be the most flex that we offer um, within our knives. And that was kind of geared more towards the freshwater um, you get up into the Great Lakes region and you pull out a big fat uh, nine-inch, you know, flex knife, and you know, what, you know, what would you use that for? They're not going to use that. So, um, kind of stemming off of the seven-inch tapered, which is kind of the flagship when you think of a fillet knife, you you mm -hmm. picture that silhouette. Right. Um, and so we kind of took a similar silhouette, but but added a more aggressive taper and, and more flex to it to try and really reach that freshwater market. That's, oh, that's, that's cool. Out there. 
Because I, I saw one of the pro staff guides, and this kind of leads back into you again, Dave, is, is one of the freshwater guides that I saw on, on one of the videos. I don't know if this is before or after the, the BTI acquisition, but he was just showing how easy it is to, to fillet a crappie just by pushing and pulling, you know, in a couple of strokes and flipping over and doing that. And I, he taught me a lot about how to fillet fish because I was just like, well, I, I know how to fillet fish really well, but the, the ease that he did it with the bubble blade was just like, oh, that's that, I've been working too hard of this. Yeah. So. yeah, and that's that titanium coat coating that we put on right. the blade as well um, that doesn't allow the fish to, to gum up on it or stick yeah. to it. I didn't know that was titanium. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. I just, it's, that it's, a, holds... it's a tie nitride, yeah. So it's a tie nitride coating. Is that what holds the edge on the, on the blade? It does help hold the edge, um, but really it's just the um, high carbon stainless steel that's underneath that that's going okay. to okay. keep the edge. All right, no, that's cool. Um, David, back to you. The um, the Arctic ice. The one thing you taught me through the series that we did, the Staying Cool and Outdoor Adventures, was um, how to pack an ice chest. All right. And yeah. that's something that I, I will carry with me for the rest of my life that has been invaluable to me because the thing I always wonder about, well, why is my ice melting? Why is my Arctic ice not staying cool longer and that kind of stuff? If you don't fill up your ice chest and, and you know, you can keep ice longer, you can do a lot of different things with the Arctic ice, but if you don't fill up your ice chest and, and at least oxygen is kind of your em, enemy as far yeah, as air, airflow, air yeah, that's what I mean, uh, yeah. oxygen. Um, is it's just one of those things that you kind of enlightened me, I guess. Right. I really thought I knew everything about coolers, but then you came along. So. Well, you start thinking about, well, it, you know, and you don't think about this because all we think about, we're going to throw some ice, we're going to throw our drinks in the cooler, right. food in the dr cooler, we're going we're to throw ice in there, we're good to go, whatever. But as we start kind of extending our trips and trying to get, you know, uh, our ice chest to last longer and keep uh, drinks or food whatever longer there's some, there's some real science behind it not anything no rocket science but right. just a little science about it. you think about it everyone knows the heat rises the ceiling is going to be warmer than the floor right mm -hmm. same thing with the cooler this the top of the cooler is always warmer than the bottom of the cooler if there's air in there it's gonna be warmer air that warmer air is going to melt the ice that's uh, just oh, below it okay. and then all of a sudden you've got this this mess if you fill that up with cold goods Whatever it is, if you've got ice ice uh, packs in the bottom, uh, your food, your sodas, your drinks, your beers, whatever, and then you put ice on top, you're filling up most of that space with cold things, right? right? So, and you're not, you don't have that that hot air. Um, I didn't realize this. I had a, a, a guy we were speaking with about uh, you know heat transfer and whatnot. He's a PhD that works with a actually a medical company that does a lot of uh, uh, PCM and uh, uh, actually. They make a lot of boxes that are insulated, and they do a lot I see. of high specialty shipping. But anyway, the whole point was, he said, do you know where most of the heat comes in your cooler? I was like, no idea. I said, when you open the lid, he goes, nope. Most of the heat rises up through the ground into the bottom of the cooler. Oh, yeah. And he said, he said that's where your heat comes from. He said, so, and I said, well, why wouldn't it, when you open it? He said, well, it comes in some there. He said, but when you have a solid, like, the bottom of a cooler touching the ground which is a solid right heat transfer just like air just like sound anything else heat transfers more quickly energy transfers more quickly through a solid than it does a liquid or through air he said so you get that 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 combination of the the cooler sitting on the ground the ground is hotter than the air the heat rises up through the cooler and then you wind up with hot air in the cooler especially if it's not completely full right and you melt all your ice quickly so there's some science to it. A, if you're going to fill up a cooler, make sure your cooler is cold. I mean, uh, if you're going to go on a long trip or you want to try to keep it over the weekend, 
Started sure, off cold. Started off saying. cold. Yeah, Put some, I, you know, idea. I would freeze before I came into a plethora, as my wife says, of uh, ice packs. <laughs> uh, I, uh, <laughs> I had, I would take milk jugs and yes, I'd freeze them and drop too. them in there. And you, you cool it down overnight. Then you load your cooler the next morning right. when you're getting ready to go. And uh, I always put ice packs on the bottom. Bring it in from the garage or yeah, whatever. Exactly. I was yeah. say that. Put ice packs on the bottom. Put ice pack. Put all your food in. Ice packs on top. You're good to go for a much longer period of time than if you would have drugged that thing out of the back of your truck at 100 degrees in the afternoon. Right. You know, and try to fill it up with things and, and keep them cold. So... Uh, it's just a science of heat transfer. It has nothing. I mean, it's really not rocket science. It's hot, and you got to get that hot out before you can keep things cold. No, so it's good. really about you know, if you put ice in there, it's going to melt the ice. That's that's the heat transfer process. So get it up off of the the ground or like yep. your tailgate, you know, something. Yeah, yeah uh, wherever. Take a couple of bricks. A bricks. Okay, that's, that's, your that's where I was going with that. Let's some airflow. If you're going to, especially right. if you're going to be gone. For multiple days, set it on a couple of rocks, a couple of sticks, whatever. Let's right. the airflow go under. If you're going to be in a boat, you know one of the things a lot of people do, they'll take a, a towel, get a towel wet, throw the towel on top of it. On top of it. Yep. That's and what happens idea. is, is you get that evaporative effect. So right. it, uh, as water evaporates, it cools. So you're going to have a much cooler uh, temperature right on top of the uh, cooler. Cooler, so, cooler. Exactly. Cooler, cooler <laughs> Sorry, so to speak. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so, so I mean, there's there's a few things you can do. Obviously, keep it in the shade. That's a, a sure. great way to do it. And try to stay out of it, you know. Right. Uh, if you're on a fishing trip and you're drinking a lot of waters, that's impossible. But, right. I mean, you know, stay out of it as long as possible. Some yeah. guys on long, week, two-week trips, you know, they won't open a cooler until day eight. You know, that's yeah. like they know that our food in there we can't use until day eight, so they'll leave that completely closed. Won't right, touch it. it's just closed up. So no, that makes sense. That so. makes a lot of sense. Um, Pete, back to you. The electric knife. Yeah. The one thing that I've been and I know it's kind of hush hush still, but we're talking about sure. it now because yeah. this is okay. This is the best of the outdoors. Cats um, out of the bag. Yeah, the cats out of the bag. <laughs> so um, the, the handle's great. The, the the cord is nice and thick. It's 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 a heavy gauge cord. Yeah. Uh, it's eight feet. You said. Yeah. Yep. And so I, I was saying that we we have engineers in house uh, over at American Outdoor Brands, um, and this comes from our Battenfeld Technologies office, um, and they're they're known for some like I said earlier some some pretty. Uh, new intuitive uh, more so on the caldwell shooting sled sides and, and things like right. that and so we've been able to take advantage of them and, and they they spared nothing really working on this thing and they really thought of everything from having that longer thicker cord um because sometimes when you come in on the dock you know there's there's not a, an optimal place to plug in all the time and so you need to have that space you need to have that long that room cord. right yep exactly um and then all the way to like we said the motor um it does have the most torque out there uh, right now than it will when it comes out than anything out there. Um, and then along with that, we all the way to the blades, you're going to have four options of blades when you get it. So mm -hmm. you will have that thin style blade, which is going to offer more flex. Um, that will come in a seven inch and a nine inch. Um, shark is, is kind of the style blade that they call it because it kind of does have that look of a shark. Uh, and then it will also have a, a normal blade, normal taper blade that will not offer as much flex um, and it will be a little bit thicker uh, to get through some of those some of those bigger fish that you're trying sure. to get through. Um, and then all the way up to that 10 inch blade. 
which, um, you know, you might, everyone's not going to use that, um, but if you're in Southern California, if you're in the Carolinas, you're catching bigger fish, you're going to want to take advantage of that place. Well, and the one thing that, and I haven't talked about this on the show before, but the one thing that I was really, really big about with another brand was the Shark Blade, they, they kind of originated the Shark Blade, and I was really, you know, amazed at, because there's less friction, because there's less, there's less kind of going back and forth, that I could cut through bone better, you know, and I could basically, you know, grind down and, and basically get... Um, the fact that y'all brought that design over is just a, a, a game changer for me because I've been looking for a knife that you could buy once and don't have to buy, you know, five other ones, you know, for the, for the rest of, you know, five more years. You know, there's a lot of bad ones on the market, not bad ones, but they're just not, not durable to keep up with me. Sure. Because when I clean fish, I like to do a hundred at a time. You know, when we do this fishing ministry events and stuff, so I don't. I play the game to win when it comes to this stuff. Sure. You know, and yeah. Well, and something they thought of the engineers with the bigger blades. Nobody else has it out there. Is when you look at blades, so you essentially you're putting two blades together, and right. they're going back and forth, right. and they're serrated, and that's what's cutting. Um, they, this has a dual rivet system, so the rivet is kind of what holds it together up on the front. Yes. Um, and now we put rivets in the back as well. So you're not going to get that gunk buildup because what happens um, near the base of the blade is it starts to separate and the meat starts to get up in there, scale starts to get up in there. It gunks it, it slows it down. So not only will it not gunk up and slow it down, but because it's got two dual action rivets, it's actually going to go better. It's going to slide back and forth better and it's going to hold it all on that one plane right. rather than having it come out and... and be, be out of whack. That was going to be my other point is that, you know, having a rear rivet and, and, and what we're talking about is a front rivet where the two blades joined with each other and basically reciprocate with each other. Uh, but having a rear one basically keeps keeps it aligned because how many times, I don't know about you guys, but how many times have you been cleaning fish and the blade comes out or the blade comes yeah. separated? It's the biggest pain in the butt when you're like, ready, let's go do this. Come on, let's go sure. you know, grind out and clean some fish. And then your blades don't work right, you know? And I'm right. just... Or your one blade does not work in another knife. I run into that all the time. That's why I bring all my own stuff, you know, yeah. <laughs> because I, yep. I don't trust anybody else's stuff is going to work with mine, you know. So, yep. but that thing's a beast, man. I mean, that that, that that's the best of all the electric knife work that I've ever seen yep. done into one, you know. Yeah. So. And to your point, you know, you bring everything you need. We are providing you with a case as well, EVA molded case. Um, it's got the patent, you know, red texture out on the outside. Um, to show that it's Bubba, but it allows you to carry all four blades in there, mm. uh, and then you can even rip all of it out. So at the end, when you come in from a trip, you can actually just spray the whole thing out with your hose, and then put everything back in there to clean the, it all up. Right, that's awesome. The blades are stainless steel. Uh, the blades, yes, yes. So wow. you've got the titanium um, coating over them as well. Sure. Um, with the high carbon stainless steel. Yeah. So they're gonna keep their they're gonna keep sharp for a longer yes, time. Yes, they're gonna keep. And, and, and together better and Correct. all that other stuff. That's fantastic. Wow. You know, thought of everything that I wanted to have in a knife. They, they do. They do. Will the, uh, so will the, I know it comes with four blades. Are those blades uh, replaceable or they can be sold as they accessories? Will, yes. Yep, they will be. All the blade types will be sold um, separately as well. So if there's a few that you like them, Right. You know, you want to throw one of them out. Like I said, no, nobody might ever use that 12-inch. So if you want to take that out of there, then 
throw another nine inch in there because that's like a replacement or yes, like a right. backup blade. Okay, Correct. Yep. cool. So yeah, and that's smart. Also. I mean, I just think you know having, but having multiple choices and then variety is always nice. But then you know having a case that's that's fairly outdoorsy, you know, and they can clean up real well because that's one of the other problems I have with fillet knives that I've used in the past. Is I actually didn't find a good case with the uh, with the last one, the fillet knife that I own. Uh, I had to use the old Academy one from Tournament's Choice or whatever brand it was back then that I zip it all up in. And it's just like, and then there's no place to really put the blades. So the blades kind of fit in there. So, and it's just, yeah. it's a haphazard mess, you know, yeah, inside yeah. that. And then when you get everything dirty and you got slime and everything all over the actual, you know, uh, knife itself, you know, the knife handle itself. Um, it's just, oh, and the other thing, uh, it's got a safety, uh, safety on it, like a trigger safety. It does. And it works like a rifle because Correct. the safety goes back and forth and it has a trigger guard. Am I saying Two. that right? So it's almost like a, a, a double safety on it. So the first one, like you said, yes, like a rifle. Um, it's on right where your thumb would be. So sure. push it one way, uh, it's going to be locked. You use your index finger on the other side, push it out, and now it's unlocked. And then on top of that, it'll have a trigger guard. So when you do lay it down on a table or something like that, it's not going to go off on you. And just uh, run away. And start running away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or cut somebody or cut yourself. Right. Right. Yeah. right. Anybody that's been cleaning fish for a long time knows the, all that stuff's the possibility. But yeah, um, no, that's brilliant. Um, so anything else, guys, y'all want to add to uh, to what y'all have coming out in the market? Yeah, I know there's some new things for you, David. Yeah, I don't we, think you want to talk about them yet. Well, we're, 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 we know that, let's just uh, say this. We, we know that in the ice game that bigger is better. Uh-huh. And uh, so if you're out there shopping for an ice pack, obviously we want you to look at Arctic ice. But also look at the size of the ice pack. You know, that's uh, one of the things is that, uh, you know, it, it, if I have a four-pound bag of ice and you have a five-pound bag of ice, you're going to keep your ice cold longer than mine because it's five pounds. Right. So if you're looking at similar type products, you know, you always want to go bigger. And that's where Arctic Ice, I believe, offers a great value to all the customers out there. We have the largest ice packs on the market of all the, the premium brands out there. And we have a lifetime guarantee. And uh, should there ever be a leak due to our manufacturing process, we will absolutely replace it. No questions asked. So. Well, I mean, that's incredible, but the the thing, I, I'm cheap at the end of the day. I, okay, I'd like to say I'm cost-effective at the end of the day. Nah, these, things, these things pay for themselves, oh, yeah. like the first use. Oh, I yeah. mean, you know, seriously. And you got, what, four or five sizes? We have uh, four sizes. We start at three-quarters of a pound, so okay. basically eight ounces, or no, 12 ounces, and it goes up to uh, five pounds. So uh, uh, three-quarters of a pound, a pound and a half, two and a half pounds. And five pounds. I'm trying to quiz you on the poundage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the uh, and, and you know what? Keep your eyes open. You may see bigger ones. You know, because right. now that we know that bigger is better, I think that uh, there's a, a potential that we might even see larger ice packs in, in the time to come. So one of the things that our editor in chief Chester Moore talked about in the video that we did with the series that we did for you guys, you know, was that. Um, you know, the bait that you have for offshore fishing, for Spanish mackerel or whatever the case may right. be. I mean, any of that. You know, you don't want it to get mushy if it gets unfrozen. You don't want it to get, you know, if you use just ice, ice can melt it and then right. it turns into mush and you have no bait. Um, you know, Arctic guys keep things clean, dry, you know, no mess, no fuss, no... Exactly. You know, if you want to keep stuff. your ballyhoo frozen... Ballyhoo, that's what yeah, I mean. Exactly. Keep your ballyhoo frozen, your sardines, whatever you're fishing. Sardines, yeah, that was the other Offshore, thing. those things that you're using offshore, chum. For instance, if you're like uh, in the Keys and around Florida, people love to fish for yellow, uh, uh, um, uh, yellowtail snapper and uh, yellowfin, yellowtail snapper, yellowfin tuna. Uh, yeah, yeah, yellowtail so snapper. So they love to, and I've done it several times. I should know what it is. But anyway, the whole point is you throw out a chum bag, and right. the chum is uh, frozen. And so because it's frozen, it takes a while to melt 
creates a chum line. The fish come up, you drop right. bait into it and catch them. And uh, if at the end of the day your chum is not still frozen, you drop it out there and five it just minutes, all goes in one. It goes, yeah, it's like all sudden, there's no time for you to really right. catch a fish. So uh, we give you some some benefits in that regard to be able to go out. Yeah, and to keep frozen things frozen. Yeah, that's all a day good long. idea. Yep. And then your ice cream or your your deer meat. Oh, that's just a bonus. Yeah, exactly. Maybe. I mean, that's yeah. just great. Even even taking your stuff to your kid's school, like I do with my. I had to bring ice cream to school the other day. Had yep. had it my soft side and had the had the tundra series. Yep, going it'll take care of it. Yeah, absolutely. So it be the coolest. The coolest added soccer, you know, soccer, yeah. soccer yeah, practice, baseball practice. You gotta give them ice cream, or they're not gonna do it. You know, so. <laughs> they're gonna quit. <laughs> you know? So take them something out there. Be the be the cool parent. Take that's ice right. cream. That's right. That's so. right. And what happens with the tundra? I just wanted to say this last thing is that when you put the tundras down, a couple of them in a sixty-five quart, for instance, put an ice bag on top of that, or, or loose ice and bulk right. around that. Uh, it frozen. It freezes into one big chunk. Right. You've I, you've I, created a freezer basically to keep your ice yep. frozen. I did an article about that. What happens with you? You know, if you if you you know with ice and Arctic ice. And right. I mean that 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 kind of. I just kind of tested it out one day, and I'm like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. It'll make so. a. It'll make a nice block out of it. That's so be careful. Don't put your beer in there with the tundra and ice. You I almost made that mistake. I was telling you about that earlier. I almost made that mistake where I was. Uh, I, I packed some tundras to keep the other ones frozen, and then I, I dang near had all my beer freeze. Oh yeah, because it'll, it'll freeze like into crap. a big chunk, and you scratch your head going, well, maybe, what did I do maybe we'll have a beer tomorrow. Maybe so. it was not that cold. Uh, yeah, I needed exactly. it to be that cold, but anyway, yeah, it could do it. So <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, Pete, anything else? Yeah, I just want to say. You know, with Bubba Blade, we pride ourselves on having the most premium fillet knife out there, all the way from the handle um, to the blade itself. Um, and you're going to see us expanding uh, into the market, into some other things, and just want our customers to know that as we do come out with these things, we want to continue to be the leader uh, in premium product. Sure. So we're not going to put anything out there that we don't believe uh, is a top of the line product. Right. Uh, and so I'm, I'm excited for, for some of the things that our engineers are working on. And I think there's some pretty cool stuff to come. And like I said, uh, starting you know next year, we're going to have a bit of a new look uh, to us um, as Bubble Blade. And I'm excited. And, and I hope you all are excited, too, to, uh, yeah. to see what we've got coming up for you. This is exciting. I mean, one of the things that you all debuted today, too, at our writers event was a uh, uh, a new gaff or something like that. Yeah. Can I talk about that yeah. at all? Okay. Yeah. So um, we are going to be getting into nets, gaffs, um, things of that nature. Uh, they're not quite ready yet. We've still got some finishing sure. touches. Sure. But so um, do, yeah. gloves. Um, so yeah. we, we will be expanding. Um, but products not finalized yet. So I, you know, I can't really speak details on it just because I don't have the yeah, no, that's fine. I just, I just, I, again, this, this is the best time to be alive than it is an outdoorsman. I've said that on the show many times because this is kind of the golden age. We have the best products. We've weeded out all the junk. The innovations that engineers have listened to and engineered them into the products right. that were. I mean, things keep getting better, and I just don't even see how they can improve more, but they do. You yeah. know, I mean, that's it's an exciting time to be alive in the outdoors. That's what I'm trying right. to say. Well, and that's and that's the key. You don't want to be a me too, and so unless exactly. you can be innovative with something, it's. It's tough to come up with something new um, and just throw your brand on it. And, and that's not what we want to do. Uh, right. We want to continue to be premium, but it needs to be innovative at the same time. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that's good. That's really good. Dave, anything else? No, man, I really appreciate you taking some time yeah. with us today, Dustin. Appreciate both yeah, of you man. guys yeah, being yeah, on man. the show. Appreciate it. And uh, I just... Uh, uh, Arctic-ice.com. That's it. Right? Arctic-ice.com. And then bubbleblade.com. Bubbleblade.com. All right. Thank you guys so much. Right. Appreciate Thank it, you. man. And there they go. Those guys are great. Check them out online. Awesome guys to connect with. Next up, I've got 
Damon from Nomad Design and Dennis from um, from uh, Grundens. He's going to be the the uh, the representative of Grundens that handles their uh, a lot of their retail stores and stuff like that as a rep firm. Uh, Frontier Sales and Marketing is the one that put on this event. They did a fantastic job, and um, he's going to be representing them. So we've got a really good interview coming up with De- uh, Damon and uh, Dennis. Here we go. Joining me now, I have Dennis. Dennis Bro. Dennis Bro. Yeah. And you're representing who? Grundens. Grundens. Okay, great. And yeah. I've got... Uh, Damon Olson. Uh, so representing Nomad Design. A Aussie. That's right. And yeah. Aussie, I yeah. should say. Yeah. And the first one on of Aussie on, on the actual podcast of the Best of the Outdoors. So Excellent. Great. Always good to be the um, first. I think it's good. And I've got a, a, a few friends listening to New Zealand and in... Um, and in uh, in Australia, and uh, oh. so big shout out from the down under, I guess. Absolutely, big you shout actually, out to anyone listening. You 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 actually live in the down under. I, I do indeed. I've come over uh, especially for uh, a trip this week to <laughs> see Dennis and the guys, and uh, do a little fishing in the lovely Louisiana sunshine. There's <laughs> <laughs> not been all sunshine, but it's been fun. So. Don't don't judge us on the weather. That's no, right. That's no, don't right. worry. No, I'll wait. All right, so give me a rundown real quick, Damon, of um, of Nomad. Yeah, so Nomad Designs, a brand that essentially came out of our uh, fishing charter operation in Australia, so set up a mothership fishing charter operation a long time ago, early 2000s. Uh, short story is that that was sort of a foundation for using and testing a lot of uh, lures and tackle oh, okay. over the years. So basically, that operation led into the sort of manufacturing of lures, so we've got a you know, I've got sort of a 20-year history of uh, running that operation and uh, I guess being able to really use products to the limit. We're fishing uh, out of Great Barrier Reef, Coral Sea, so some of the areas Whoa. we're fishing pretty extreme areas. So the, uh, I guess that's the, the blue water nature of the product range, or that sure. initial sort of um, testing ground for a lot of the, the heavier blue water offshore products. And sure. uh, my history's been you know i've done all sorts of fishing all over the world and um manufacturing the larger end of the range was what we started on but obviously there's a lot of uh, smaller products uh coming out for inshore salt water as well so um but yeah really the 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 brand and the idea for the lures really came from uh that sort of testing ground and the charter operation a lot of the technology that we've developed was really being able to solve problems that we saw in the real world when we're fishing out there right. so yeah oh that's good yeah so it's uh, been an interesting journey the uh, you know things like the auto-tune system that we got on the DTX minnows to basically make the deep diving minnows swim straight and deep uh-huh. um, so you know I haven't actually shown you that yet but the yeah uh, I'll you give know, you a presentation yeah yeah later. so it's, you know, it's, a, it's, it's sort of a patented technology uh, that we've developed to really solve a problem that was highlighted by you know when we're running charters you get all these deep diving plugs and they don't swim straight and you constantly got to tune them and it yeah. really drives you pretty crazy from a guiding point of you're view you're just so. trying to catch fish yeah, that's man. it it's like man just, just, just make fish. it swim straight it's not that hard come <laughs> that's on right. so, so that's really where the you know that whole auto-tune system with the DTX minnows came from and they've been uh, really successful over here in the States already on the Wahoo and cool. Tuna so um, that's really sort of what's got our foot in the door uh, in the US market and then mm-hmm. obviously there's a whole range of smaller uh, inshore products as well for sure. likes of snook and redfish tarp and all that sort of stuff so yeah, um, yeah it's, a, it's a pretty pretty exciting range we're, yeah, we're pretty pretty excited about the whole thing cool yeah that's great yeah uh, tell us a little bit about Grundens 
So, um, you, you know, a lot of people are familiar with the brand Grundance. Um, if you watch the shows like Deadliest Catch or Wicked Tuna, Wicked Tuna yeah. <clears throat> I mean, we, we are almost a 100-year-old company. Um, we, 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 we've really, we're born in the commercial fishing industry. Um, you'll see our orange uh, Hercules bibs and our orange Briggs jackets on, on, on almost every single commercial fisherman you come across, sure. whether it be in the Bering Sea or along the Gulf Coast, um, whether it be oyster boats or shrimp boats, or even even in the boats and you know people catching crawfish. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, so you know, uh, kind of our slogan is we are fishing. Um, fishing is our DNA. This is where we started a hundred years ago um, in the hardcore offshore commercial fishing and some of the absolute worst environments on the planet. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's it's one of those things that people ask me like, is this going to work? Uh, you know, when I'm fishing bass fishing on you know, on this lake, it's like. This works for the guys in the Bering Sea, dealing with forty foot seas. You know, so so it's, so you, you get Appreciate some questions, and, and they're like, "Oh, well, you're right. Yeah, I did see that television show. Yeah, that is some, if some it can work stuff. for this hardcore, it can it, work for you. It, it, exactly. Yeah. The, the worst yeah, possible, the, the worst possible <laughs> offshore environment, the Bering Sea. Right. And and they all wear Grundens. Yeah. And so you know, we we originally started off with you know we, we hardcore into the PVC bibs, the PVC jackets. And this is stuff that can that can take a, some serious abuse, um, and, and and we've kind of evolved as a company. We're never going to lose our DNA as a, a a company that you know cut its teeth in the commercial industry. Sure, We're sure. always going to speak to that customer, um, but we've we we brought upon we brought on some very very smart people with the company, and we've we're we're kind of. Um, kind of relaunching the brand almost and coming up with some really amazing products um, we're launching our footwear um, and you know it's it's there, there's a lot of clothing companies out there you go to iCast and if there's not 30 of them there's not single a single one. Oh yeah for sure so you know the, the authenticity that that Grunin's has is something that no one else in that building can match um, there's some really great brands in there um, but no one is as authentic as Grundens around the world. Um, everyone knows the brand, and so you know it's it's really exciting to be a part of of, of the Grundens family at this at this time because you know we're we've got some really amazing products that are launching for 2019. We've got some a really amazing product, obviously that's already out. Um, but we're, we're going to kind of we're going to we're going to we're going to change it a little bit. We've got some really cool things coming that I think is going to get a lot of people excited, um, and people are going to look at the brand a little bit differently. Right. Um, some some really cool partnerships that are coming down the pipeline. No, oh, that's cool. Uh, the boat that I was just on with you, Damon. Yeah. Um, you know, y'all were both wearing grunting stuff, I believe. Absolutely. You know, yeah. Uh, uh, bibs and oh, bibs overalls and uh, and jackets and stuff. And you know, it's it's one of those things. The first time I realized I needed foul weather gear and I needed gear that was it was when it was too late. It was when yeah. I was fishing at a. Uh, a, uh, That's when you always realize. Yeah, yeah. Too late. And, yeah. and and what I thought was I was fishing a, a um, an event on Lake Conroe, and I've talked about this before on the show, but um, it was winter, it was December, and I mean it was just wildly wet. I mean I was like, oh, I'm as safe as a kitten. I'm in the middle of the boat. Well, when the waves started coming because there were white caps all over the place, and the waves started coming over the bow and drenching me, I was yeah. like, this isn't fun anymore. It's too you late. know, it's, but by then it's too late, and you're cold and miserable. Yeah. So, I mean, having good foul weather gear for whatever nature throws at you, if you're yeah. duck hunting, if you're 
fishing if you're um you know if you're if you're you know no matter what you're doing in the outdoors it's it's vitally important to have something that's going to keep you safe and dry i mean yep. dry and, and warm yeah yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's it's a matter of life and death in some of our it is yeah some of our customers you know yeah. um so so we, we take it very seriously yeah um that that we are we are fishing yeah. and we want to make sure that you know our customer is you know is safe out there they're safe they're dry they're warm um because environments like the bering sea um can i mean it'll, it'll kill you yeah. it'll kill you and it so can. those guys they, they they trust their lives i mean you're not going to pick gear based on oh it's cool it's trendy it's a cool color um you know the name is giant on the chest that's really cool right. no they want they, they, they want to pick a brand that they know mm -hmm. they can Put their life in the hands mm. of that brand. Oh yeah, so no, it's good. I mean, I've, Absolutely. I've spent a long time guiding, and I'm just looking at the products that you've you've got here, it's uh, it's seriously impressive gear. It's mm -hmm. you know I, I've never compromised on wet weather gear because if you're out there and you're getting wet and cold, it stops being fun very very quickly. Sure, and, sure. Uh, it can turn serious. It, well, it can. Yeah. You know, uh, when you when you're out there doing it. From a, I guess, a recreational point of view, whether it's you know charters, it's a whole different story to commercial fishing in the Bering Sea. But you know, no one likes being cold and wet, and you want good quality gear that you can really, uh, you know, be feel safe and warm. And uh, you know, the, certainly the quality of that stuff is it's very impressive. I'm, I'm yeah. well, I haven't seen a lot of it coming from Australia, but it's uh, yeah, it's really impressive stuff. Yeah, and, and it's neat because even from from the the PVC bibs and jackets, kind of the hard hardcore stuff, all the way down to, you know, we, we do a lot of breathable, insulated. You know, we, we've got some really neat stuff yeah, uh, that we sure. offer in our lineup. And from from your head to your toes, we, we you know we have our, our deck boss boot, um, which we launched uh, re relaunched again this year, um, and it's the the traction is is absolutely phenomenal. I mean, wet diamond plate, you're not slipping and sliding. Um, and you know it, it's super safe. It's it's got a lot of really cool features in there. Kind of like a bilge system that keeps the water keeps oh, you from wow. standing in the water. That's good. Um, so is it kind of has a drain on it, and so it kind of the water will sit down below the uh, below your feet. So um, it's it's a very well thought out uh, boot. You know, with some really smart people in, in the design and sure. phase of it. So yeah, it's it's cool. it's a fun time to be part of the brand. No, it's good. And I mean, you know, the the, the point I'm going to make here is that. You know, foul weather gear or just wet weather gear, like you're talking mm -hmm. about, Damon. It, it the, the situation is that if it can work in the hardest harshest conditions, you know it's going to last you for a long time. You know it's going to come through for you for a long time. Yeah. And it's going to be a, a positive. It's going to be worth the investment sure. because that's really when you look at any kind of outdoor product, whether it be a knife or an ice pack or cooler, whatever we've been talking about on the show. Um, you know, I, I want it to, to earn, I want it to work as hard as I do, number one, in the outdoors. Yeah. And then number two, I want it to be worth the money. Yeah, sure. But, you know, it's just like what we were talking about earlier with electric knives. I mean, I, I, there's some knives I bought uh, five times over when I could have just spent the extra money and bought the, bought the right, you know what I'm yeah, talking yeah, about? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. So, I, you know, spend the money right, right away. So, I mean, I, I can't say enough, especially where it counts the most. Of having high quality gear that you pay for, I mean, you know, once and, yeah. and you can have the rest of your life. Yeah, and, and you see, I mean, we're in South Louisiana, and everyone assumes that it's you know 75, 80. <laughs> it's not twenty degrees not today. You know, it's forty. It's, it's, it's forty, forty-five degrees yeah. outside, raining with a twenty-five knot wind. Um, and and right now, you 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 want that? You want you wish you spent that money? Yep. And got the right product. Because uh, there's too many times I hear people tell me stories of like, I had, you know, X brand 
out there and uh, just they fell apart in no time so it's it's important i mean it's 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 a very important decision to make you've got i guess the point i'm trying to make is basically you know you've got to count on your gear you know no matter what what happens regardless whether whether it's you know um your clothes or whether it's your bait i mean you, you just because you spend you know you only spent Five bucks, ten bucks on that on that trolling minnow, mm-hmm. and it's doing all kinds of crazy yeah. stuff in yeah. the water. Yeah. You know, versus it, it, tune, like what you're talking <clears> about. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Spend, yeah. spend the money right. Yeah. Get the right product that you're not going to have to regret. That yeah. you know. I mean, that's that's do it always, right the first time. You know, that's been our theory with the with the baits is put the right hooks on them, just make them strong. Obviously, you know, you can make them look pretty with great paint jobs and everything, but if you haven't got the right hooks and they fall apart, then it doesn't really work for anyone. You know, we want to make stuff that, and we do make stuff that just works straight out of the box. That's mm-hmm. that's always been our theory with everything from day one, that, you know, if I wouldn't use it myself in a charter situation, I'm not going to put it in the packet. So I want people to be able to pull stuff out of the box that's ready to sure. go. And it works. So, you know, you're out there fishing you want to make the most of your time on the water. It's the same whether it's, you know, foul weather gear or, or baits. You just want stuff that works properly. And I think that, right. you know, the key point there is, you know, paying a little bit extra. I mean, you know, the baits we're making aren't the, like, bottom end of the market, not the top end of the market either. But in the middle. Yeah, yeah, you know, but yeah. just good quality for, a, you know, for a good price and just making stuff that works when you're out right. on the water. So it's not, you want to make life easy and fun when you're out there and not, hard work and when it when it counts the most and and the other thing about nomad design i wanted to talk about is is the components that go into your gear yeah are all high quality so it's yeah. just because every point of that matters the from it the does. from the way that the the lures presented as well as to the hooks as well as to all that stuff absolutely. the split rings all that stuff. absolutely the split rings the hooks everything's tested i mean the you know there's always going to be guys that use these things in an extreme situation for catching you know ridiculously big fish <laughs> yes and look if they're going to do that yeah you might want to upgrade <laughs> the hooks but the idea is to try and make sure that for you know 90 percent of the applications that anyone would ever use it for they can pull it out of the box and it's going to work perfectly right. um, every, right. you know, everything's been tested the you know the internal weight placements of the lures to get them to sit just right in the water i mean that's something that you know myself as a you know lifelong fisherman i, I want the thing to just be perfect and the action's got to be just right yep. you've got to you know we spend a lot of time with just testing uh, prototypes where the weights are positioned and all that sort of thing. So right. it's, um, you know, it's really important to make sure that when someone pulls it out of the box and uses it, it does exactly what they want it to do. Like say, whether it's you know, wet weather gear, you don't want gear that's going to start leaking and you end up wet the first time you use it. It's, I'm sure everyone's had that experience. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's the painful. worst is the worst is when you're you're wet and you're under it's underneath oh, your clothing man. and then you can't do anything about it because you, you don't want to take anything uh, off because it's it's raining outside. We, I mean, we've, oh. we've all been there. It's so bad. Oh, I mean, it's I, awful. I, there's just I, I would spend any amount of money really to ensure that I'm warm <laughs> and, and dry, dry. Exactly. <laughs> whenever I'm out there fishing. It, exactly. it is not for yep. me. Like if you're out there all the time, it's not a matter of price. It's like is this thing going to make sure I'm warm right. and dry? Is this going to close the care deal about. on the outdoor <laughs> elements that's affecting me? Well, because exactly. when you're out there and you're freezing and you're wet, you're like, man, I would There's pay no anything to be dry right now. Yeah. There's <laughs> no fun. Get the price on, on <laughs> warm and dry. Uh, warm and dry you, is you hard can't, to You just can't. I'll, I'll, if it's going to work, I'll buy it. That's, you know, yeah. as far as that wet weather gear is concerned. So. And it's always important, and I don't stress this on the show enough, but it's always important to have some wet weather gear backup. Like I did on the trip today. I yeah. threw my wet weather or my, my, yeah. my uh, foul weather gear in the truck because I was like, 
You know, if things if we are able to fish and if things don't completely go awry with the week, you know, then then I'm gonna at least be prepared. And it's mm-hmm. better to have it not need it than need it not have it. Oh, yeah. The old saying is going, but yeah. you know, it's just one of those things. No matter what you what you do, it's better to to you know to have it and not need it kind of situation oh, yeah. because you never know if that weather's gonna change. I mean, in Texas, I mean, if you don't like the weather, just wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we say that's it too. You don't, you don't like the weather. Louisiana. Wait five minutes. Yeah, wait five minutes. Or go across so. the street because it's probably different over <laughs> it's, there. It's crazy, man. I mean, it's well, sunny one minute and then, you know, it's crazy. So, yeah. anyway, sounds that's my whole like, point. Sounds it. like Melbourne in Australia. Yeah. Same, same <laughs> what part of Australia are you all from? So I'm, I'm from Brisbane, which is Brisbane, the okay. middle of the East Coast yeah. there. So, um, you know, but uh, I mean, a lot of the times that I, you know, people think, oh, the northern part of Australia, it's all nice and warm. But I'll tell you, some of the times I've been the coldest in my whole life is when I've been in these areas and not been prepared right you know you, you'd be there in whether it's in summer or or you know in autumn or something like that and you get a storm comes through <laughs> and you're just freezing you're not prepared for it you, you just don't awful, expect yeah. that it's going to happen and then you end up cold and wet and you're not you're just not prepared it's right. uh, it's just not worth it so yeah always try and have good quality you know gear yeah it's you. i'm just laughing because of the unexpectedness of it, it. you're just kind of like is. oops i didn't think about that no. you know i didn't think about this being a situation you know next, you're just like, next minute you're freezing what what did my old manager from my previous job call a V eight moment? Yeah. yeah, that's what we call. You get that. I mean, the mega <laughs> joke with the V eight yeah. moment. Um, y'all call in in Australia uh, a crawfish zabies zabies zabies? No, craw, crawfish. No, we got like crawfish. Or we got yabbies. Yabbies. That's what I mean. Yabbies. Yeah, yeah, yabbies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like little little. They're sort of like a little thing that live on the mud flats in the salt water. Yabbies. Okay. Yeah, we got. I'm fascinated with y'all's language choices. Yeah, we got like fresh freshwater. Um, yeah, crayfish they call them. Okay, crayfish. Freshwater crayfish, and then the yabbies that are like a saltwater deal that the live, yabbies, on the sort okay. of live on mud flats and okay. kind of use them as like a little shrimp sort of bait. So okay, I was just curious. Very, very effective. I watch a lot of the Aussies on YouTube doing oh, their really? thing, and I'm just like, man, that's just a wild culture. Yeah, we've got our own uh, slang. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. the same of, thing about us. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> those silly Americans. That's great. It's good. All right, guys. So any. Anything else to add? I'll give give you give you the chance next. Jess. No, no. I mean, uh, you know, we, we we've got our, our new footwear launching um, March first. Uh, we've got some really exciting things I really can't talk about. Right. Um, That's cool. But um, uh, you'll see later. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, just look out for big things. I mean, um, it's 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 really cool to be part of this brand right now. We're we're kind of undergoing this this new kind of uh, rebirth and of who we are, and you know, obviously not losing. Uh, touch with with our dna yep. the commercial side will never let that go i mean that pays all the bills really mm-hmm. yeah. um but yeah i mean it was some, some really cool things coming um and there's some really neat partnerships uh it's, it's a company who they know who to partner with at the right time right strategically I very strategic it about it yeah. and yeah. and you know it, it's just it just needs to be part of it that's all i can say that's um cool. So just keep your eyes peeled. Um, That's some cool. pretty exciting things coming down yeah, the pipeline. Give me a website or what, what? How do people? I'll put it in the show notes. But just tell me. Yeah, I mean, uh, you just, just Google search Gronin's Gronin's USA. Gronin's USA. Um, okay. Yeah, but we're obviously we're we're an international company. So That's cool. we, we have our own little USA. Or I'm sure maybe a, a Grundy's Aussie or something. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey you. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So nice. so yeah yeah just check us out uh, online and. Um, We'll, we'll, we'll see you in the store soon. Good deal. Damon, what do you have to say? Yeah, look, I mean, we, we've 
really only just launched in the USA in uh, in February this year. So, wow. Um, so yeah, it's so this, yeah, it's really new. That, That's yeah. You know, there's there's some really exciting stuff coming. I think you know some people who've probably seen the products so far have seen the the offshore blue water products. Um, some of the things we're really excited about are, are some of the new and interesting models that we've got in the, the sort of inshore saltwater air. I mean, there's a there's a huge range in the saltwater uh, products from the, you know, poppers, stick baits, sure. offshore trolling minnows, all that sort of stuff. Um, so the people are going to be seeing a lot more of uh, Nomad Design in stores. Uh, we've, you know, we've right. currently got uh, somewhere around 150 retailers uh, nationwide around the coast of the U.S. already. Oh, so, wow, you know, that's from fantastic. Kind of starting in February, the, you know, there's been a really great level of support from the retailers uh, people are, are loving using the products so i guess just keep an eye out in store and uh, you know you can obviously check out the website it's just nomadtackle.com okay. um can, can they order on the website yeah yeah, yeah okay, you can cool. order on the website there's a dealer list on there as well so shows nice. everyone where they can find the products That's and uh, obviously if uh, if your local dealer hasn't got it just uh, hit them up and uh, encourage them to, to have a look on the website and get them in yeah. stores yeah, you just got to ask. That's right? it, just, just got to ask. ask exactly, know. it's very easy. We've got, you know, got a warehouse set up in Kentucky. We can ship anywhere around the, the U.S. pretty quickly. Cool. So, um, yeah, so no, keep keep an eye out. We've, we've got some really exciting stuff coming, and, uh, you know, we're just going to continue doing what we're doing and, uh, you know, grow the brand uh, in the U.S. And, and really, you know, around the world. So it's a yeah, very exciting time for us as well. It's fantastic, yeah, man. Thanks. Thank you both for coming on the show today. Thanks for having us. Yeah, Appreciate no problem at all. Thanks for your time. And there those guys go. I have some other interviews from this particular event, one with Okuma and one with, um, I believe, I, I, his name escapes me now, um, Ryan. Yeah, there it is, Ryan. He, uh, he is a paddle sports and uh, kayak expert of Frontier Sales and Marketing. I'm going to have him on the podcast uh, in a future fishing one that we do. So I've got two in the can, two interviews in the can that I took at this event that I'm going to be doing later, and you can check those out. But by the way, check out AccuSharp if you've not done so already to uh, get your knife sharp in the field and on the water. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching, reading, and listening. And also, I want to make sure you check out our newsletters. I say this every podcast, so those of you guys that are new to the show, you'll hear this. But those of you guys that have heard this before, if you've not done so, you've got to go do this. Uh, Texas Fish and Game, fishgame.com. You've got to go check out the Tactical and Practical Newsletter, the uh, Wildlife Wednesday Newsletter, and the Thursday Texas State of the Outdoor Nation Newsletter. All three of those come all three days of the week, Tuesday through Thursday, and they are free for you to sign up for at fishgame.com. You can basically just go on there and sign up for um, those newsletters in the right sidebar of fishgame.com. You just scroll down and you'll see a little section for signing up for the newsletter for our newsletter list. Our newsletter list is about 60,000 strong. So we've got a really good reach there. I'll, you'll see a lot of stories from me on fishgame.com and related in the newsletter as well. I've written a lot of stuff here lately that's been featured on there, um, on that newsletter, or those newsletters, I should say. And uh, basically, you check those out. Those are um, those are free for you to download, and they always have sponsors that, like Henry Firearms is one of the, Henry Lever Action Guns is one of the uh, sponsors this week uh, that you'll be getting this podcast, and um, they're just going to have some great great opportunities for you to uh to check out their their fine products and a lot of other sponsorships uh we have our own books and our t-shirts and stuff like that if you've not checked out our t-shirts do go to fishgame.com uh check out the store section that we have an online store there and you can order a a long sleeve really nice uh, fishing shirt uh that has the texas fishing game uh, logo and our uh, our name on it and i think you'll really enjoy those in the field or on the water uh, i'm wearing a fishing shirt right now as we speak 
uh, as I'm as I'm recording this, and it's just a great time. So thanks a lot for bearing with me. I'm not in my regular studio this week. I'm on my mobile podcasting setup, and I have been for the last two weeks because uh, I've been on the road uh, to southeast Louisiana, Venice area, and then uh, to in central Oklahoma to see my dad and help with him here in Thanksgiving week and uh really hope you guys all had a great thanksgiving we're getting ready for christmas all right and so there's a lot of fun things coming down the pike there on this podcast like i say i'm going to alternate a hunting and fishing show probably with every show do another hunting show pretty soon with chester moore and that'll probably be the next podcast and i'm just having a blast doing this guys so if you've not done so please tell a friend about the show thank you so much for doing that please give us a five-star rating on our review on itunes which is kind of the kingpin of podcasting or uh, any other place that you would like to go and check out, um, you know, Stitcher, uh, iHeartRadio, um, uh, Spotify, any of those places that we are heard. Please give us a five-star rating on there. That will help other people find our show and um, be able to download us and listen to us all over the world. And I, I, this show is, you know, definitely a Texas show, but we we base out of Texas. But the the outdoor lifestyle is really for anybody that lives anywhere in the United States. So just share this with all your friends on Facebook or, or uh, Instagram or Twitter or wherever you are. And uh, I'm sure that everybody that listens, and I'm sure you'll agree with you listening, uh, that everybody will take a lot out of this show, a lot out of this podcast to, um, to, to use in the field and use in the outdoors with the products I feature, with the companies I feature, with the uh, tips and tricks and the guests that I have on and all the different things that I talk about in the outdoors. I just love you all. So a big virtual hug to all of you guys for listening, watching, and reading. Thank you guys so much for doing so. Have an awesome day in the outdoors. We'll see you next time.